Hello and welcome to the Green Business Podcast, a show about climate entrepreneurs and their exciting businesses. I am your host Bharti for these weekly conversations about scaling up a climate-driven business. My guest today is Sanjay Banka, co-founder of Banka BioLoo. Banka BioLoo is a biotechnology-based, affordable, on-site sanitation system. that is widely used in train toilets construction sites schools and many other places its clients include indian railways lnt shahpurji palanji and government of telangana sanjay started his career as a research analyst with writers while he had a full time job he supported his wife namita's sanitation startup in the evenings and on weekends after a couple of years of managing two shifts Sanjay quit his day job and became a full-time founder. He then led the company to its IPO and in 2018 Banka Biolu got listed on SME Stock Exchange. Sanjay is a lawyer by education and he is a strong advocate of women's right to education and sanitation. Hi Sanjay, welcome to the show. Great to have you here. Likewise, happy to be joining you. Yeah so Sanjay uh, let's start with your initial days at Banka Biolu what were they like and when did you realize that you could afford to quit your job and be a full time founder right so namita started it uh, in early uh, uh, early 2010s uh, uh, so the main aim at that point of time was to support this upcoming sanitation systems in the railways right so they had a controlled discharge toilet system cdts which was a relatively much better uh, system than the open chute wherein the night soil or the fecal matter fell on that tracks hmm. so as namita was approaching the railways for supporting uh, green uh, solutions uh, they sought her he- they sought her help in uh, uh in uh, servicing the cdts uh, in the trains and that's how the sanitation journey began right uh we didn't want to put all the ba- uh, eggs in the same <laughs> basket so <laughs> i continued my uh my job with uh, uh you know with the research farm not wanting to i mean so that there is a steady source yeah, of income of for us yes right and uh, so i devoted my evenings and the weekends uh, uh, that's how it was in terms of uh, you know taking care of some of the back end aspects that uh, namita uh, wouldn't be able to uh, that was one the entire set of compliances regulatory stuff taxation etc was um, in my lap wherein apart from the evenings i was able to do on the weekends as well i would visit the plant every saturday sunday uh just ensuring that everything is running smooth so that 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 was my i would say um, uh, you know double stint uh, uh, with my own job as well as uh, as well as um, supporting banka biolu it's in 2015 when uh, the swachh bharat mission started and then there was impetus momentum for sanitation uh, i was able to and could afford to quit my job and joined banka bio full time and then it's been no looking back 
yeah great it has been that way um, now let's talk about your main offerings and also tell us yeah. how banka bioloo is different from any other on site toilets maybe sulab or any other yeah so the main solution the flagship solution of banka bioloo is the bioloo or the bio toilet wherein the fecal waste is treated in the biodigested tank this biodigested tank can be of varied sizes depending on the number of users so for instance we have a 700 liter biodigested tank for a family uh, which is uh, catering to nearly 200 construction workers uh, uh, to a 10000 liter biodigested tank so this biodigested tank is uh, connected to a toilet so even an existing toilet can be converted to a bio toilet uh, using the biodigester system or where wherever there is none then we provide the entire one so th- this is the main solution the entire fecal waste is treated in the biodigester tank using the special design of the tank and a certain bacterial culture what comes out is uh, uh, is water that could be used for gardening agriculture or because of taboos people don't want to then we let the water uh, steep underground hmm. using a soak pit hmm. so it it involves the circularity reuse re- recovery etc is the main different. solution yeah and how is yeah. it different yeah. from others yeah sulab or any other for that matter they are connected to the drains or a different uh, sewage treatment facility in this case uh, Uh, the waste is treated just below the toilet in the case of trains or beside the toilet in any other setting hmm. so so the treatment is uh, is happening then and there uh-huh. compared to others wherein it is stored and then it is transported and treated elsewhere okay okay so it is more self sufficient more decentralized absolutely yes yeah decentralized non seward and no dependence on any external infrastructure including no energy required in the process right right so law very very highly convenient to the user yeah i can imagine and um, and you are one of the you know you are a licensee for this technology right which you have taken from yeah. from drdo right right since this technology is it can be given to anyone uh, how do yeah. you then differentiate your product or how do you build uh, your competitive advantage right so it has primarily been on the quality of offering so our bio toilet systems and mechanisms are very sturdy long lasting durable hmm. uh, and hassle free for the user or the consumer that that's one secondly we have installed thousands of bio loos bio toilet across the country so the amount of uh, experience and the depth of experience across all uh, geographies Uh, no other licensee has right so it's a combination of uh, the quality the teamwork the hard work and the deep uh, expertise and uh, experience that uh, that puts banka bailu apart from any other right right and uh, and railways are are one of your you know one of the largest, largest client partner yeah yeah right so so can you now talk about what is the scale of adoption of your product in indian railways have all the train toilets have been converted to banka bioloo toilets and what is the additional business that you could get from them sure right 
so we were one of the vendors there have been other vendors also i mean uh, railways is a mammoth organization right. uh, needing thousands of these biodigested tanks uh, to be fitted below the train toilet so we are one of the vendors i mean initially we supplied and installed these biodigester tanks below the train toilets later on when that was done we started undertaking operations and maintenance of the same okay. for a hassle free user experience uh, so initially it was supply and installation of the biodigester tank now it is operations and maintenance of the same and we do it across uh, several zones uh, in the country right so what you're saying is while the railways even if the railways were to have all their toilets converted you still have the annual yeah. uh, you know stream of maintenance revenue coming in right yes absolutely yeah the thing is here also yeah since a large number of public is involved so yes. operations maintenance becomes necessary whereas in the case of a household uh, the house uh, the family will take care of it right and uh, and other than railways um hmm. who, who would be the other potential users that that you could target uh. sure right so uh, during the swachh bharat mission uh, there was this subset of swachh bharat swachh vidyalay so right. we partnered a number of uh, large companies and through their csr program we installed thousands of biolos in schools all over the country so that was one good program which uh, which gave a lot of satisfaction we continue to do so although the volumes were much higher during the swachh bharat mission period mm-hmm. uh, so that was one secondly wherever there is no sewage infrastructure or treatment facility this solution is very apt and we continue to deploy uh, bio toilets for all kinds of work sites construction infrastructure factories operation centers ma- mines you name it and uh, we 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 have deployed the bio toilet because uh, it doesn't require any other external infrastructure dependency for uh, uh, treatment we have installed at border areas for border police so everything everywhere right right and uh, um, so if i were to look at your verticals one is yeah. indian railways then then you have hmm. uh, these uh, on site uh, uh, you know on site toilets yeah. uh, that you do for corporates under csr or whatever mm, and, yeah. and uh, so so in these verticals are they very different in terms of the challenges or profitability etc uh profitability not much uh challenges i would say obviously when we are installing at the site the site conditions they vary from place to place uh, some are i would say easy to do some maybe slightly challenging for instance uh, in areas where uh, it is rocky so drilling uh, uh, drilling holes for putting the biodigester digester tank underground uh, that could be little tough then uh, we also install at very far away places so the team has to be adequately prepared and ensure that they don't need anything additional when they are at the site because they are very far away from uh, from the general towns or whatever so yes i mean there there are different sets of uh, uh, aspects whereas when it comes to operations and maintenance it is at the railway depot so almost everything is there we are 
pretty well geared up and team members um, are all staying in close vicinity uh, like that when you when, when we install in border areas for instance where it is very cold which we did for uh, indo tibetan border police we it it required other another set of uh, support for the team members to install with uh, with uh, you know very i would set of conditions there and uh, uh, sanjay you are handling and managing public toilets now um, you know as citizens we are we are often afraid of using a public toilet because they are vandalized they are not you know the people don't use them well so as someone yeah. who's who's responsible for managing this infrastructure how do you factor yeah. in additional costs or challenges that may come because of user behavior how do you then maintain your profitability you know keeping in mind all these things that can happen to a toilet right so the one of the main things is to use very sturdy material okay <laughs> that is what we do that is one of the first and foremost so people cannot kind of generally just go and vandalize or whatever huh. so that is the uh, that is the first aspect secondly then there are team members who are already there uh, who take care who are responsible for the upkeep hmm. so all these things uh, are there we are we are not so engaged in uh, public toilet similar to sulab hmm. uh, ours is very little we focus more on institutional uh, sanitation so companies uh, schools like that but public toilets yes we have got a fairly good understanding through maintaining the railway bio toilets and the teams are uh, teams are committed to providing uh, you know good clean sanitation and hygiene uh, to the members of the public right Right. and uh, of course you you would have to deploy them more frequently etc right that that must be happening though no? yes yeah, so team members are already in place yes mm-hmm. okay okay and um, uh, lastly sanjay you have been very successful in fundraising you know that that is not very common <laughs> yeah. with smes first you know you raised uh, funds through sme stock exchange and now you have yeah. also got a you know a, a foreign lender water equity to give you debt uh, so what yeah. are the key learnings from your fundraising journey and then then can you share yeah. you know how how can uh, another green startup benefit from your experience sure yeah so one i would like to say is that fundraising is not easy it takes immense time and effort so in our case for instance namita was able to devote her time uh, and effort to the business completely right. uh, i got uh, involved in the fundraising aspects so right from the start we were looking for uh, i would say investors of different categories be the impact investors or hni or venture capital but uh, and it's it's not that easy you know despite all the interactions the information that they seek is provided they look at the business model and then at some point of time things may not materialize right so before the ipo we had one set of angel investors investing the rest we managed through debt through bank credit uh, facility as well as uh, uh, bank loans that was one Hmm. Uh, obviously the biggest impetus came when we were able to raise uh, 12 crores uh, in uh, in early 2018 through the sme ipo so this also was as we were approaching investors so one set of investors 
uh, were keen to invest through the public route uh, i guess they were looking at uh, liquidity uh, in the future that probably could be the reason so it it all happened and in a very short period of time we were able to complete the ipo process hmm. and our aim was not to have uh, i would say multiple subscription uh, you know number it was primarily to raise the money and grow the grow the business so it went well uh, we di- we did that and i would say one uh, one of the main factors that helped uh, in doing things quickly was the strong fiscal discipline statutory and regulatory discipline that we have followed hmm. so for me my i mean uh, one of one of the biggest set of values is ensuring complete discipline transparency in in all that we do so we 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 have been paying all our taxes on time varied you know taxes esi epf everything that you name it uh, that is one all filings etc are on time whatever they be i mean if that requires extra time and effort so be it uh, if it um, requires that some or the other the funds are managed uh, uh, and ready for uh, whatever payments are to be done so that was ensured so this strong sense of discipline so as we talk about school discipline administrative discipline <laughs> punctuality the same thing companies organizations need to build and we have seen the benefit so while we focused on the growth and uh, business profitability sustainability um, on the compliance part on the regulatory stuff on the statutory uh things we ensured timely payment of everything as well as uh, filings and whatever we involved so these have been uh, biggest factors so once you achieve that then uh, investors and funders and all stakeholders their confidence level rises and uh, i talked about this fecal sludge treatment plants earlier so mm-hmm. we are to build around 20 such plants in the states of telangana and andhra pradesh and this project was financed by water equity the foreign lender so what i'm asking is how do you know that such lenders are around so is there a one devoted person like you who's constantly tracking these things i would say so yes so i keep an eye <laughs> on all these activities i mean on the industry per se hmm. uh, we are a part of many international organizations either been a signatory endorser member etc i sit on a sit on a number of councils and committees uh, globally so there is a fair amount of visi- visibility for the company one and secondly yes i mean i keep a tab on what and how so including uh, funding uh, parameters so whatever we need whenever we need uh, we know whom to approach So, no i think sanjay the biggest secret is that we have one founder who's constantly you know who's full time on this that that seems to be the biggest <laughs> <laughs> secret it helps this. it helps yeah. yes i i built a strong network uh, uh, within the investing community within the i would say global water and sanitation fraternity right. so it helps yeah uh, so thank you so much for making time today I enjoyed this conversation and I hope our listeners also feel the same. Thank you Bharati it was nice uh, sharing the experiences and the insights.
Thank you for listening to the Green Business Podcast. For free resources and materials, head over to findtrain.com. Thank you so much. Thank you.